0: The city of Worcester presents
1: Woo Stories. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Division and Youth Opportunities Woo Stories podcast, where we're having our breakdown series where we're breaking down each of the Division and Youth Opportunities programs. Now I'm your co-host for today, and I'm with my other co-host.
2: I'm Vanessa Calixto, and we're so excited today to invite and have with us the Youth Council. And uh, we have here Malia and DJ. Hey
0: everyone, Uh, my name's DJ, and I am a senior at St. Paul High School in Worcester. It's a Catholic school. And I am most interested in politics, student journalism, and youth activism.
3: Hi everyone, my name's Malia. I'm also going to be a senior this fall. I go to South High. And uh, what I'm most interested in is getting involved in my community, especially because I come from a low-income background. So that really means a lot to me uh, personally.
1: You both said like some big things that you want to do. What inspired you to do that? Like, DJ, you said like three things. That was kind of big. Like, but what was the moment in your life that inspired you to even do the things that you're doing today? And the same thing with you, Malia. Like, what inspired you to even be, enact that change in your community?
0: I really don't have one specific moment that inspired me. I definitely with student journalism have been interested since probably the fourth grade. And then once I got to middle school, I started a school newspaper at my school and then continued that. I actually did a project in first grade on Abraham Lincoln and that kind of sparked an interest like, Hey, this is cool. Want to get more involved. And progressively I dove a little deeper and especially um, with the election of Donald Trump, As president, I definitely, that was a major turning point in my political involvement. Like in the 2020 election cycle, I volunteered on many, many, many political campaigns. And it's just grown from there.
3: For me, uh, as I mentioned before, I come from a low-income background. So I guess it's kind of always been growing since I've been born, I suppose. Uh, I mean, I've gone through houses and different schools and especially being in one of the more poor neighborhoods, growing up in poorer schools. Um, I've grown up with other kids around me who are disadvantaged, and luckily for me, I was able to go to um, academically advanced program at Sullivan early on. So I, I left my my elementary school and and uh, middle school I was supposed to go to that are um, a lot more run down and, and not as cared for in the city. But a lot of my other friends were left behind, um, and they don't get the same care. So especially um, lately, is with the pandemic, I've taken a lot of time to reflect, and what well, like be on the internet, especially Twitter, uh, seeing like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, and other things happening in my own community that's made me like really open my eyes and be like, I'm at the age that I can actually do something now and to help my community. So. Yeah, that's kinda where it all started.
2: That's really dope. I like I what I hear is like lived experiences and like things that have been happening in the world to all of us that we're all experiencing, inspiring you young folk, to want to take charge and to make those changes. Now you guys are here. Now you guys are a part of Youth Council. And for those that are listening that don't know what youth council is, could you tell us a little bit about like what is youth council? How did how did you hear about it? Uh, I actually heard about Youth Council through a
3: friend um, who had done it uh, previously, so not not through like the news or, or a newspaper or anything like school administrators telling me. So it was, it was quite like in the moment, just just the right moment of hearing about it.
0: I actually heard from Youth Council through my district city counselor Sean Rose. Um, he shared a news article that featured the youth council and i messaged him and was like how do i get involved with this this seems really cool so it all kind of happened through there applied got the position
3: what we do is pretty kind of broad um we're just basically youth who are trying to get involved uh, with worcester
0: It starts with listening to the people around you and the people who are affected in the community before we truly start to make any changes or advocate for policies to be passed through local government. Because if we weren't, say, listening to the voices of the people, that's the opposite of the mission of Youth Council, because it's ultimately about listening and about everyone's experiences and how we have the power to make them better.
2: I'm glad that you all are doing that and and know the importance of like listening. And, you know, you have to get to know your community and have to hear um, their grievances or what they're struggling with to really know how you can support and help them and uplift them.
1: Do you and Malia want to explain how youth council is structured and why it's structured that way with the districts and things like that?
0: So when we applied for this position, we were asked to include our city council district and where we live. And that's because the people who get the youth council leader position would represent the voices of all of the youth in their district and showing how. Once we come to the decision making table, how to implement their grievances or their lived experiences into the policies or different things we draft and want to get changed in the city.
3: And really the importance of us being from various districts within Youth Council is to represent each uh, of the different districts, but most importantly, the different communities within them, because that's often a a common issue we're seeing in Worcester, um, that a lot of our representatives are Kind of in the same area, and they're not, they're coming from one specific area, mostly rich and white, and they're trying to represent uh, the greater group of people in, in Worcester that are uh, not nearly, not like just not at all from the same area, mostly of color and low income. So there's a disconnect there, and that's kind of what we're trying to combat.
1: Absolutely. And how many people are on Youth Council?
3: About seven, I believe.
2: To know that there are young people in high school that are getting an early start and you know, gaining this experience is wonderful. So I would just wanna give a shout out to you all and to everyone else in Youth Council. But I heard something about application process, like so youth have to apply in order to to be a part of this Youth Council. How does that, is that like rigorous? What does that look like? Was there like an interview process?
0: Yeah, so for me, I filled out the application that was on the city's website. I got an email from either Frankie or Jacob, and it was (laughs) with a Google form with more in-depth questions, you know, about what we want to see change, any lived experiences, questions of that caliber. And then we had a Zoom meeting with all the different applicants, and we had a group interview session. And then... Either Frankie or Jacob took us into breakout rooms and had um, one-on-one interviews, and then after that, it took like a week-ish to kind of know if we were on it or not. But yeah,
2: what does what does youth council look like on a regular on a regular day? Like you guys come together. Where do you guys meet? We usually meet at the senior center on Providence Street. Other days, we might
3: actually go on field trips. Like to City Hall or um, Technocopia, but most yeah mostly we come together and if we're gonna have like a big discussion we talk at the senior center. Once we get there, we kind of do some icebreakers. We you know get the jitters out, and we we yeah we go straight into like some really thoughtful conversation. Like we might talk about one on ones that we've done, um, talking about like things we can work on in the community. And um, a lot of times we talk about. Um, how we see the, the future of Worcester, like Polar Park, how we think about Polar Park. Yeah, yeah. and how we think we can improve schools. Like,
2: These are some pretty big topics, yeah. yeah. Definitely.
1: And your experience as a youth counselor, How have you grown or how do you want to grow into this new role as a youth council leader?
0: I definitely think since getting into this position, my listening skills and with one-on-ones especially have grown, especially since we had a um, little training and brainstorm on how to conduct one-on-ones. I definitely think listening before making policy decisions is the most important thing. Um, But in terms of the future, I definitely hope those skills continue to improve, but also that we get to make the necessary changes we seem to see fit within Worcester, whether that be, you know, through curriculum in the school system, like I know we touched on sex ed, but also for like civic curriculum and like updated science and history curriculums or even just through community-type things, whether it's, you know, becoming a more sustainable city um, on the topic of banning single-use plastics, or something like with, like, candidate forums. We were thinking of holding school committee and city council forums since it is an election year within the city. Just doing those things to make not only the youth, but the city as a whole more informed on things.
3: Since doing youth council, like, starting it back in May, uh, I feel like rather than growing um, like my skills, I've grown my love for Worcester. I mentioned this all the time, but I didn't know so many things existed in Worcester. I didn't know youth council was a thing in Worcester. Uh, I've never been inside city hall. Um, I just lived in Worcester, but I haven't really lived the experience of being a Worcester resident. So that is something I like really cherish uh, as being a part of youth council. And on top of that, see in the future how I want to grow I guess I also want to continue to grow my love for Worcester but I also want to grow as a leader I've mostly been kind of introverted I would say and slowly i am kind of getting out of my shell and really showing like the stuff I stand for and um, being more confident and you know speaking out in bigger discussions and broader discussions about uh, issues in Worcester and stuff like that so yeah I want to continue that as we continue youth council
1: I don't know what to say I'm touched is beautiful it feels so good to hear that from both of you because that was the hope and that was the the goal like the most or the least you could get out of the experience is just learning more about Worcester and the more love that you get for the city the more you want to fight for certain things to happen within the city for certain communities
2: And hearing um, everything you guys are saying, what would your vision for youth council be as a whole? And what impact do you guys want to have as youth counselors? Um, A big goal we had early on was
3: affecting, like, legislation in Worcester. Like, actually changing some policies or, you know, affecting uh, who's on the school committee. Just some big, like, really... um, impactful things like that. And personally, as a youth counselor, I want to inspire other youth uh, that'll come after me to also want to get involved in their community and feel like they have the outlet to get involved and that they have the power, no matter the background, to make change in their community.
0: I have a similar vision. I definitely think um, from when the first couple times we met, we definitely have A legislative vision and more policy-based, but it ultimately just comes down to wanting to make positive change and a difference in our city. You know, there's this nameplate that I have on my desk that I look at, and it says, um, progress, not perfection on it. And I feel like we want to achieve progress and change within the city, but we know it's not going to be anywhere close to perfect. But I definitely think through our work, we'll be not only accomplishing some of the goals we want to accomplish, but also, you know, setting up youth of future generations to, you know, pick up where we left off and keep keep on going.
1: If you could describe like what is youth council in one sentence, please do
0: so. I would probably describe Youth Council to the listeners and to anyone I talk to about it as a diverse and insightful group of youth who want to listen to members of the community in their districts and truly make a difference within Worcester.
3: Yeah, I agree with DJ. I also say it's a learning experience for both youth and um any adults who are interested?
2: I don't know about y'all, but I feel very excited (laughs) to know that young people are starting now. They're starting to learn about, you know, how our community runs and the systems in power. Listeners, if you're loving what you're hearing and you know a young person, um, they may want to get involved or want to learn more about this, please hit us up on Facebook at the DYO page or on Instagram as well um, to learn more.
1: And shout out to all the other youth counselors who weren't able to make it today. They are, they are also putting in the work and are part of these discussions and they all represent their districts, their communities, and they, all, they are all offering their perspectives. That is very important to, for us mm-hmm. to be even having these discussions. So thank you all, a shout out to them.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Woo
2: Stories is a production of the Division of Youth Opportunities. It is produced by Frankie Franco, Vanessa Calixto, Liza French, and Esther DiArrujo.
1: Our theme song is Gone by Mora Beats.
2: And this episode features Riviera by Smith the Mister.
1: Malicon by Soy, and "You and I by Soyb. Thank you to the youth workers that join us on the podcast. Thank you to all the youth workers who represent the DYO and our programs in Worcester. And thank you for listening.